Welcome to In the Midst, a podcast centered around stories of people in the midst of life. The good, the hard, and the hilarious parts of our stories that maybe we gloss over for the sake of moving on to the next thing. Our goal is to bring you into the lives of our friends and potential friends and share how God is moving in the midst of their lives. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of In the Midst podcast. Um, We are so excited. This week we have um, one of my friends, Allie J., um, Allie Johnson, from here from Memphis, um, to interview with us. And she, I've known Allie, and I kind of talk about this on the podcast, but I've known Allie um, since the day I moved here to Memphis, which is kind of neat because I met her kind of randomly Um, And it was a gift from God that I met her when I did. So uh, I I think you're going to really enjoy this podcast. Um, Allie's just really raw and real um, and kind of she's young, but real mature um, and and has a lot to say about um, her relationship with the Lord and different things. So so yeah. She was really great to chat with, and I, me- I mentioned to Aaron later that I was like, she s- doesn't seem her age. She definitely seems more, has this wisdom about her, and I really appreciated that, and so I'm so excited that we get to share this interview with you guys. So enjoy. Hey, guys. We are here um, on another episode of In the Midst podcast. This week, uh, we got Allie J with us. Um, Allie, so a little backstory. When you come on our podcast, we say nice things about you, just so you know. (laughs) So so I met Allie. um, I moved to Memphis 2016, July. I think it was July 2nd or July 3rd. I don't remember the exact date. But I had moved here. My family had drove all the way to Memphis with me. And that night, of course, y'all know my brother lived here at that time. That night, my brother invited me to this party of people at ch- from church, um, from his church. Obviously, I didn't go to that church. Um, and so, not yet, at least. And so, anyways, uh, I met Allie at the party. She and I were the only people that didn't know each other, any other people there. Um, and it was a sweet, sweet, just to meet her and chat with her the whole night. She didn't want to go, or she was, like, hesitant to go. I didn't want to go. And then we met, and it was... Yeah. It was a bond in a sense. So So that that's kind of how I know her. Anyway, so how about we get started with you telling us just a little bit about yourself, um, who you are, what do you love, what do you do, all those things. That's such a big question. But I guess I could say I am a 24 year old single woman that lives in Memphis. Uh, My job has a lot to do with insurance and law, corporate. I like to call it my transition mm-hmm. job because mm-hmm. I don't know where the Lord wants me next. Mm-hmm. Um, and gosh, what was the other part of that question? What do you love? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. It's a broad range, but recently the Lord's just really called me to hone on the skills of writing poetry. I do spoken words. Um, and I also do a little bit of photography and um painting so those are kind of like my 
my go-tos to relieve stress, a lot of art, yeah. uh, trying to figure out where that kind of plays out in life. Yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You're young. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I get that. I get I that. A lot of people say I'm, I'm like a 30-year-old, but like I'm really young, like, you know, you lived are. a lot of life. You have. You got time, girl. You got time. Yeah. Uh, I hope I have time. Who knows? We all have time. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we've got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. awesome. So yeah. do you, can I f- ask a follow-up question? Yeah. So you kind of work in law and corporate. Do you mm-hmm. find yourself like, um, you said that this is kind of a transition job. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. some other job that you, if you could do it, you would do it like, you know, in a drop, you know, drop your hat or what are the, a drop of a hat. That's the phrase. Yeah. Honestly, I think there's a lot of fear as um, I suffered with like being a perfectionist. And so if you either you can't get it perfect, you procrastinate. And so mm. you don't know like what's next. So I think to answer your question, if it was like marketing or traveling or anything where I could use my uh, passion of arts to open the eyes of other people to all that God like has in store of mm. beauty wise, there's just so much um, around us. And I just hope that people can kind of see that, see the suffering of life, but then the like beauty of hope that comes with it. Mm. So if it mm. was anything that could allow for me to use those gifts or work with uh, the homeless in some capacity, that would be kind of where I would go next. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully. That's really cool. That's really Maybe. Cool. <laughs> yeah. There's not like a ABC job does this. It's kind of more no, of a sprinkling of different definitely. And I used to be ashamed of that. Like, you know, people ask, what do you do? Or like, what was your major? Mm. And then, you know, I say, you know, I don't know what I want to do next. Or mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure it out. Or the next job might be it. Or it might open a door for another passion. Mm-hmm. You know, you just never know. So now I just don't put limits on where yeah. I apply as long as I'm slightly interested in some capacity. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. Um, how, so how long have you been in Memphis? Or did you grow up there? I did. I grew up in Memphis. Um, and then I moved away for about two years, not far to Jackson. But if you don't have a car, that's pretty far. Uh, <laughs> and then I came back to Memphis um, and discovered Harvest. But that came through a lot of heartbreak of a past relationship and the Lord opened the door for me to find a new church home. Then I did downline, which is like a nine month biblical training program. And that opened the door for more community and more ideas of what the Lord wanted me to do next. But ultimately it showed me like, okay, I need to be doing some discipling or sharing the gospel. Like there's so much more to life than just trying to I guess, do the next best thing or climb the ladder, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I went to school for medical, like, to to pursue being a surgeon, and then that went south. So (laughs) I came back here, and the Lord just opened doors. That's where Mm -hmm. I met Aaron, like, Mm -hmm. within that kind of season, time frame. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. That's That's awesome. Yeah. So (laughs) then maybe, I guess you did this a little bit, but how would Mm -hmm. you describe your current season of life? Hmm. I would, I mean, you know, I think I mentioned being single. So Mm -hmm. it's like the season of singleness, but I don't like to call it a season uh, because I don't know the Lord wants me to be single 
forever until he returns or just for a time. So mm. it could be a season. It could be a chapter. It could be a whole book. Who mm. knows? But um, I would say this season is a one of the unknown, but also the word refreshing came to mind recently mm. as I was driving here. Um, and the reason I say refreshing is because uh, there was a song I was listening to in the car, and it was "You Rebuild My Ruins," and the Lord's just kind of be, been rebuilding mm-hmm. a lot of things that I saw as a ruin, um, and just reminded me that He's the one that restores all things, mm-hmm. um, and that if I just seek Him in deep intimacy, um, that there's complete satisfaction in that. So I'm in a season chapter page of singleness, but mm-hmm. also one of uh, rebuilding. So mm. that's mm. kind of where I am. And it's been beautiful because, you know, I just came back from Texas and that had bad memories and the Lord replaced them with such good, mm. um, refreshing memories mm. um, and reminded me of the Israelites. And they went through just a moment of ruins. And then he came back in and said, I'm going to restore you. I'm going to mm. rebuild you. I'm going mm. to replace your crown of ashes with you know, a crown of oil. Like I'm going to do all these things for, for you because I love you. Mm. Um, and so that's just the Lord's been showing me what love is mm. versus what I believe from this world and this culture that tells you mm. th- that love has to be from a specific person, whether it's friends or, you know, you're in a relationship with a boy or all those things. And he's like, those are just kind of bonuses. Like I want you to be intimate with me yeah you know yeah so that's kind of been where I'm at with seasons (laughs) I love I love what you said about God like um restoring or like uh I guess maybe restoring those those things that are associated with bad memories Mm -hmm. right so like Mm -hmm. your trip to Texas of like I I mean I'm convinced that God is in the business of redeeming all things, right? Yes. Like redeeming everything that this world has broken. Mm-hmm. And even even in our stories I think of like man like this place like memories of this place is like a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. I have bad memories there and I think God even is so kind to us to mm-hmm. like do something good even in a physical place that was like bad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean that that's what it sounded like you were saying. I love <laughs> I love that idea. Not just, like, conceptually, but, like, practically, Mm, you know, in in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like, it's amazing to see, because, like, I think sometimes we expect, like, maybe if you move away from this, like, bad thing, that, like, it's just, it's going to automatically get better. But I feel like it's, what a beautiful thing that God, like, restores, like, slowly sometimes. And he, like, rebuilds that piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and how like that, that in itself is just, I don't know, there's a patience in it. Like God has such great patience for us. It's like we, we rebuild and renew. Um, mm. and I mean, I feel like you can like think about season, like season weather seasons. Right. And mm-hmm. think about how, like, you know, not overnight do the leaves change, not overnight mm. do like the leaves grow quickly but all of a sudden it's green, you know? And so like that yeah. idea of it's like, sometimes I feel like I've gone through seasons where, all of a sudden things just feel different. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I know that this didn't happen suddenly, but it felt, it feels like, Oh, today feels different than yeah. yesterday, but it's like God slowly worked. So that day of like realization. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a beautiful, like beautiful word to use. So 
Yeah, I love that too. So in this season yeah. of like God, uh, you know, doing I guess a work, not knowing, you know, is singleness a chapter or a page or uh-huh. a book or whatever. <laughs> um and, and just like God, you know, kind of restoring things uh-huh. in you. What what would you say is good about this season? Mm. And what would you say is hard about this season? So two questions in Okay, one. so I'll probably answer the second question first. Cool, that's good. Um, so I would say what's been hard in this season for me in particular is uh, realizing that there's a lot of sexual sin that was embedded in inside of me mm. um, that I hadn't given completely over to the Lord. Mm. Um, and... Recently, I've had to move in by myself, and so I was like, oh, that's going to be great. I'm going to have all this time with the Lord, and mm. and he's just shown me how selfish my heart has been, and he's just shown me um, how screwed up my view of intimacy mm. is and, and why it's been so hard to let go of certain things. And, yeah. Um, even my prayers from Lord, like, I want to be rid of this so that I can mm. you know look this way or I can do this and instead mm. of Lord I want to be rid of this so I can mm. um please you or so I could be close to you or so that I could see things through your image or yeah. or the way you see them yeah you know so that's kind of been hard for me is um giving all of that over to the Lord mm. and seeing that wow like I'm not as selfless as I thought I was mm. um and so what's been so sweet because of that hard time mm. is I've gotten so much closer to the Lord because mm. of it um I've because I've been on my hands and knees yeah. praying God like I want to hate what you hate and love what you love and yeah. I want to live a life of deep intimacy with you yeah and so it's it's called me to um rid me of myself I Mm. think if that makes sense um and so the good thing is just now I'm able to love the person in front of me like a a good friend or whomever I'm with and it's no longer about me um like life is is more about the person in front of me just as Jesus like would walk and just be filled with compassion. Mm. Like I just have this image of Jesus, like seeing all these people and then he's Mm. just loving them. And it's not about him, but it's about, I can love you. I can give you all Mm. these things. And Mm. so, so that's been like the sweet thing of a deep intimacy with the Lord because of the struggle. Yeah. 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 It's, Mm. (laughs) it's easy to, I think, you know, I'm getting ready to speak on Tuesday night right and so like excited in in that uh-huh. um <clears throat> hey Aaron can you repeat can you what? repeat that because it's cutting out yeah um just thinking about what Ali said you know I'm getting ready to speak on Tuesday night at Bible study and um one of the things that um I was thinking about as I was preparing for that was just <clears throat> the seasons of life that God has us in mm-hmm. and they're not about just okay what do I gain from this season what do I learn what do mm-hmm. I you know like it's not about okay let me check this thing off the box of what I've learned it's about intimacy mm-hmm. with God and I think you said that beautifully mm-hmm. of like the good thing about this yeah it sucks yeah it's hard yeah, yeah I'm I don't like it but like I gain this closer intimacy with the Lord and like some seasons or sometimes in my life, I've been like, well, I don't even want that. Like, like that's 
that's it feels like the consolation prize, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. You know, like it's really not. Um, but I love that's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, it's like a um when God sort of like reveals layers of our heart about just like places where we are selfish or um just like those like we think like I, I've, I mean, Aaron and I both have experienced different times of living by yourself. And often I'm just like, always like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to like, sp- like have this space to like be with the Lord. And like, it's like the, the enemy gets in there and it's like, I want to do everything, but spend time with the Lord in that time. And it's like, God really like reveals more things, um, through that of just like how easy it is for our hearts to wander and how, how it's so easy to, um, want anything but him um, because like mm. we're flesh and so it's like I think it's like really proved to me in that kind of season how much of a battle it was to like fight for the time with the Lord and how sweet that time then really was um, and even just like yeah to ask even asking him reveal more of that that selfishness so that you know I can love like you said love what you love and hate what you hate and so um, and that's like that is that is hard. And that's a hard prayer to, to pray. I think, yeah. I think sometimes I'm like a brave prayer to pray, you know, yeah. like, oh, I don't want to see all the junk. Like yeah. I think in the college, we have this analogy of like guys, like, like ice cream scooping out all this gunk in our heart. Um, you know, and like, I think about the things that God revealed to me in college and now I'm like, oh gosh, like there's so much more. Um, but, but in a good sweet way that like, God's like, Hey, I'm not letting you alone in this, but I'm here with you to, to process this and, um, to heal parts that need to be healed and restore parts that need to be restored. So that's really beautiful. So kind of in that vein, what do you feel like you're learning about God himself in this season? you said it kind of perfectly towards the end of the not being alone part um I've always rested in the idea that God is not a liar and he's like faithful Mm. um a lot more faithful than we are um and during this time the Lord's just kind of shown me how faithful he is um how forgiving he is like when I um would constantly sin against him Mm. um and he would just constantly remind me, like, it's okay. Like, I love you. It's not okay that you've sinned against me, but I am here with you to overcome that. Like, I'm here with you to be set free from that. Like, this hmm. stronghold um, will not be the, the thing that clings to you forever. Because hmm. um, that's always my fear that, Lord, this, this thing, this sin will be my forever sin. I've heard that many times. And the Lord's reminded me that that he came so that we could have freedom. Hmm. Um, so faithfulness, I think is a really big one. And I know that's like a common thing that a lot of people say, like God is so faithful, but he's just shown his faithfulness to be so magnificent and so much more than like I ever imagined him. It's way out of the box that I put Hmm. him in of, of how vast his faithfulness and his forgiveness is Hmm. um, until I'm in this situation where I can't truly forgive myself. Hmm. And then he's here helping Hmm. me forgive myself Hmm. um, so that I cannot know what's the word so that I'm not hindered from all that, but God, God wants me to, to be. Hmm. Um, Hmm. And, 
normally if I can't forgive myself, then I, I feel like I can't share the gospel or hmm. I can't share the love of God with someone. Um, and so he's shown me his faithfulness and his forgiveness to walk with me through it all. Hmm. So I think that's been a big thing that I've learned. Um, obviously he's sovereign, but yeah. um, the main thing is faithfulness and, hmm. and forgiveness. Hmm. So, yeah. 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 That's really beautiful just to even think about how, yeah, the idea of, um, yeah, helping you forgive yourself, like mm. that assistance. I feel like sometimes we try to muster up this ability to forgive ourselves, like we mm-hmm. work real hard to do that. And um, and another place of work and like actually it's a place of rest, um, mm. trusting in the Lord to like help us in that. Um, so that's a really beautiful, beautiful way to put that. So uh. thank you. Yeah, you said the rest part, and that really, honestly, is probably why fall is my favorite season, because mm. uh, I walk out, and I just feel this, like, immense presence of, of rest and, like, restoration um, mm. and renewal. Uh, so, again, going back to the, you rebuild my ruins. Mm. So, when you said that, it just made me think of fall and the season of, of resting, but also in preparation of what is to come. Hmm. Um, so that's really good that you said that too. Yeah. Mm. Fall is an interesting, it's, it's an interesting season in the fact of Mm. like, it it is like this idea of this rest, Mm. but like it, death bringing forth life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's one of the things I love about fall because I feel like it it definitely is like something has to die in order for Mm. something else to come alive. A rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I love that. And like, yeah, it is a season of, yeah, of of rest or renewal for the for mm-hmm. life to come. Definitely. And anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I encourage that. Oh no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tangents are great. I love it. I love fall. I mean, I could talk about fall all the time, all the time. I know, Larissa, you yeah. love fall. <laughs> the trees are beautiful. I mean, I went pumpkin patching yesterday. Like the trees are beautiful. It's just like Kansas City with the crunch. Oh yes, the crunchy leaves. That's so awesome. I like it because I say you thrive and fall. Like I thrive. I thrive. My curls thrive. (laughs) Not sweating every day. (laughs) Literally. It's yeah. In in the south, maybe it's a little bit like fall is just like this relief from. I mean, it's the same in you know Kansas City, but it's like you get to mid September. About mid September, it starts to like you have cooler evenings, and then it's like, and then all of a sudden you're like, fall is here, and so like now I just want to like stay in this spot as long as possible until it gets cold. Like I don't want it to get cold anytime soon. So, <laughs> so yeah, this is a weird thing. I would rather be cool and cold than like extremely hot yeah we don't really get much of a a winter so when we do get it, it's like i'm yeah. holding on to it uh-huh. i know summer is going to come with a vengeance and so in march yeah <laughs> see and we get winter we've been getting winter through like april so it's like yeah. winter last has been lasting forever so i'm like eh, i'm okay with that <laughs> grass is greener on the other side i know <laughs> i was there <laughs> Yeah, I've experienced both. I don't know which one I like more. <laughs> would you rather sweat or would you rather bundle yeah, up? Yeah, I don't know. I think I would That's... rather bundle up. Today I'd rather bundle up. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me in like June. Yeah. Just... 
bundle up too, yeah. probably. That's um, okay. Uh, so back to like, just, uh, where do you, um, uh, find yourself in like scripture now in this season or mm-hmm. here recently, you know, lately? I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say I bounce around, but, um, John, I think that keeps coming back to me. Hmm. And I think, I don't know if it's John chapter 10 that talks about the good shepherd, mm-hmm. um, in particular, and the Lord's just really been. Uh, reminding me that he is our good shepherd um, Mm. and that I am to follow him and that I know his voice and I follow his voice Mm. and not that of a stranger. So that's been another prayer of mine is, Lord, um, let me hear your voice and not that of a stranger. Mm. So that includes my own voice Mm. um, and the voice of the enemy and and anyone else that deters me from um, following him. Mm. Um, And that kind of started John chapter 10 reading that came from reading Psalm 23 mm. and relearning what it what David meant by all the things mm. um, that he spoke of from even um, walking through the valley of the shadow of death like that in itself um, was more of a journey for the sheep to get to like a certain place so that they could survive for the next season mm-hmm. um, or you know, lying beside still waters. Um, all of those things um, that we think about sheep, like they can't lie down until all their meat, their needs are met. Mm-hmm. Like they can't rest until all their needs are met. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way they can rest is if they have a good shepherd yeah. that tends to them, that takes care of them, that watches over them yeah. so that they can close their eyes and lie down yeah. um, to receive their provisions, like to think about, um, lying down by still waters. Well, they're not next to rivers all the time, right? Yeah. But to think about in the morning at 5.30 in the morning, you're running and you see this dew, amounts and amounts of dew. Uh-huh. And that's where they get most of their water from. And so the Lord just kind of been reminding me, like, wake up in the morning. Like, you will be renewed. Like, uh-huh. you will be lying next to still waters. And I'm leading you and I'm guiding you. And so... I guess you can say Psalm 23 yeah. and John uh, chapter 10 have been kind of what's been leading me is yeah. a whole reminder that he's my shepherd uh, and that I can rest in that because yeah. he has everything under control. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's a good word. I was uh, thinking about Psalm 23 mm-hmm. a few weeks back um, in, in Bible study. And I was reminded, Larissa will remember this, but I was reminded of a sermon I heard back from when I lived in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And you talked about, like, God walking us through the valley. And one of the um, preachers that preached this sermon, he talked about how the valley is a through place and mm-hmm. not a two place. Yes. Mm, and I yes. love, and like, if you know his story, mm. you know that he's walked a valley. Yeah. This man has walked a valley. His mm. oldest child died when she was three years mm. old. And like he and his wife have walked in the midst of a valley with the Lord being next to them mm-hmm. as their shepherd. But I love that imagery of like, God takes us through it and he yeah. walks with us. He doesn't leave us there to abandon yeah, us. Exactly. Mm. And what great hope, mm. especially when you feel like you're in a season and it's never going to end, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like yeah. when you're like, God, when will I, will I ever get out of this? Will I ever be delivered from yeah. this sin? Will I ever be, you know, will I ever get the thing that I think I need that I want? Like those <laughs> things like, yeah. like, 
he has not left us. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful picture. Yeah. Of that in Psalm 23. And yeah. You know, that kind of gives me, um, like, that imagery of walking through the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a book called Psalm 23, and it's written by an actual shepherd. Oh. Um, so it's pretty cool. But um, in that book, when he talks about walking through the valley, um, and he he just talks about it as like walking through a season. So uh-huh. when the seasons change, when it gets colder, that's when they walk through that valley, uh-huh. and then they go back to the luscious green pastures once the season is over. Got it. Um, and so that just kind of reminded me of that in the sense of when the Lord walks with us, like it's it's because if you stay still. Like, you cannot survive. Like, they mm. had to keep moving. The mm. sheep have to keep going. They have to find food. They have to find shelter. Um, and then you go back to the pastures once that season changes. Yeah, yeah. And, and so even walking through the valley is a needed process. Mm. Like, that's yeah. what I think about. Even that in itself mm-hmm. is something that you have to go through and the Lord leads you through mm-hmm. because if you stay still in whatever season you're in, like you will not survive. Mm. Like God knows exactly when you need to move and yeah. where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's, really that's a good, I, that's a good word. I, idea of God knows when you need to move and you have mm-hmm. to keep moving through it. Um, because there is that piece. I think sometimes too, the enemy wants you to despair. And just mm-hmm. stay there mm-hmm. and just yeah. like, man, fine, I'm, I'm just going to sit here, be, you know, like, um, because it's so hard, right? And to mm-hmm. give up in the middle of something that's like a season of really hard things or even of suffering. And, um, and I think that like, it's such a, I want to go back to what you said about like, he is a good shepherd, mm. like the idea, like he's a good shepherd. He knows how to, he knows when to guide you. I think that that's um, such a beautiful picture of like, he is a good shepherd um, mm. because sometimes it feels like, feels like not. And I remember another sermon about Psalm 23 and mm. there's the one of, I think it's the the phrase that he um, not breaks the bone or something like that, but I can't even remember it off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look it up right really quick, but it's talking about how he makes me lie down. And so like mm-hmm. there's this idea that sometimes, like um, God ha- not breaks the but when he makes me lie down um, that idea that he sometimes you have to like um, not break the bone of the uh, of a lamb or sheep but like if they're caught or something like that like mm-hmm. making you rest um, this idea that sometimes like God sort of makes you rest like he mm. sort of prevents you from going go- like for me in my life I like go 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 and then it's like boo crash mm. and burn and so sometimes <laughs> like God God like gives me a cold at just the right time when I like <laughs> need to rest or um you know or things like that where I feel like some yeah. of it is not a coincidence. It's just like God saying, Hey, you actually really need to sleep and rest and like yeah. just be. Um and so like I've gone through seasons where it's like all of a sudden like my friends move away or like um no. I'm suddenly living by myself and realizing oh, like, this is a season of rest. I don't have a lot of things on my calendar. And like, God really wants me to just like be with him. And sometimes I fight it in that, you know, like mm-hmm. you think about a parent putting a kid to bed, it's like, stop fighting yeah. sleep. You're like, there's just this sense of sometimes I fight the rest. I fight it and sit, like try to fill my schedule and try to do all the things. And it's like, God's like, no, like, just, just be, just rest. And cause he's a good shepherd in that way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. that's a, 
<laughs> I'm I love Psalms a lot. Um, yeah, Aaron will, me too. Like I been I do like Psalm of the day sometimes. Uh-huh. Just you know, like um yeah, I love yeah. the Davidic Psalms. Psalms. Is that book that like all of life is written in there. I tell yeah. people if you want to know how to handle life and emotions. Uh, but in the way in which God intended, read the book of Psalms. Because there is a chapter, there's a verse specifically for joy, for sadness, for sorrow, for anger, mm-hmm. um, for love. Just all of these things embodied in one in one book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sweet, too, because it's like God's not afraid of emotion. He created it. Yes. I, and I love say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think I relate to David a lot. I think I read somewhere that they think David was an Enneagram four. And so I am as well. And I just think I. She's a four. I just think uh, this, <laughs> this is why I relate to David and his like up and down of emotions and like, and just how it was like, ah, everything is terrible. And like, my God, you're wonderful. Like, it's like sometimes. <laughs> Like I want to rewrite. Sometimes I want to rewrite a psalm and just like modern language of like, <laughs> because it's it's amazing. I should do that. That'd be funny. You should. Um, but like I, yeah, it's just great. And I I also say that again. I said everything is awesome, but my life's gonna end. Oh no. <laughs> that you know that up and down. Yes. That four four yes. Yeah. Or one when when they're stressed. Yeah, yeah or I, one. I get that a lot. So, um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Oh, gosh. Okay, so last question. <laughs> Talking about emotions. So this is like the fun. This is our last question when we do this. I mean, okay. we do all these questions all the time, but uh-huh. this is like. Um, this is a fun one. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> the question is, what is something that's currently bringing you joy? And mm-hmm. it can be anything. So, like, for me, I usually talk about like football or my nieces uh-huh. or something like yeah. silly or whatever. Um, but yeah, what's okay. something that's currently bringing you joy? Okay. Well, I love food and I love coffee mm. um, and I love to travel. So all of those things combined together oh. have recently just brought me a lot of joy. Um, and I don't travel like, you know, often, but uh-huh. I've tried recently to hold the whole idea of no excuses. Like um, life is short and... Hmm. If you have the opportunity to go, then go. And then while I'm there, I try new coffee, like local coffee yes. places, and kind of compare them to all the ones that I uh, know now. And I actually discovered my new favorite one in, in Dallas, and it's called um, Magnolia Pub, I think, but okay. I could be wrong. It's something in French, like afterwards, so I can't really, I'm afraid I'm going to butcher it, so I'm not going to say it, but it's pretty awesome. If you type in Magnolia uh, coffee or whatever, you should uh-huh. find it there, and it's, the vibe was great, and so I, I love that, and I love talking to random strangers in there about coffee <laughs> um, and what they like, so that's kind of brought me uh, joy, and then trying new, like, foods, awesome. so this is going to sound really in depth and I feel like a lot of people say I, I, I talk deeply if that's the word but uh I like to try all these new things because it gives me just a glimpse of like why God created us with taste bugs I don't know if anyone ever thinks about yeah, that girl but we could have been created without them not to enjoy anything right at all, uh and just be fueled for you know our daily routines mm-hmm. but God is so 
gracious and so kind and really wants us to enjoy creation that he gave us taste buds Mm. so I like to use them uh, abundantly so (laughs) that's like my one thing I love that I love that that is amazing and I hey I I'm a deep thinker so I get that I get that that's a great reason I'm not alone yeah yeah, I love that you just made meaning about like our taste buds. Like God made it. So I love that. I love that. It's true though, because yeah. we could have been just fed through like a shot in yeah. the stomach. Straw. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> what? Okay, so there is this thing of like when you think about the way that like our bodies are made or like the intention that God created our DNA. So I'm in apologetics right now. And we're talking, we talk about Darwinism and all these different things, but we're talking about like the structure of DNA, like is so intentional, like one thing different could have altered like how humans are. Right. And just like the development of our bodies, like to have things like taste buds and ears and Mm -hmm. a nose, like things that to smell, like just thinking about how like that is such an intentional design. Like I, it's, you know, we didn't just happen upon it through years of accidental evolving. Like it was intentional that like we were created in that way. And so it's just like fun to think about like how like God was so purposeful in us and he created us to enjoy his creation too. Yeah. And so, and, and he created people with minds to invent, food that's enjoyable and like I just had this amazing butternut squash ravioli and I was like this is awesome good (laughs) yeah that sounds delicious that sounds really good awesome yeah so love it thank you so much or and hanging out and chatting with like it's so fun fun. fun. yes yes perfect well Uh, Yeah, thanks, Allie. We appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Now, I loved that interview. It was so fun to do that with um, Allie and with Larissa. I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. Larissa, what are some of um, the things that you took away? Man, one, I just loved her, just her perception about time with the Lord and even just um, her sort of thoughts on like the journey um, Mm -hmm. and just like what it looks like to really like rest in God. And um, I just thought that she was very articulate and about some in some of her experiences and really honest. And I really appreciated that about her story. And so I'm just like, yeah, I was blown away. And I really felt like she and I, like, I was like, man, I want to be friends with her. <laughs> and, you know, you're more friends. And so it's really fun to, like, get to meet some of Aaron's Memphis friends and um, hear more of her, um, more of the story. And so it was like, yeah, I just loved also, too, just her ability to, um, yeah, just, like, articulate about how, like, where she's at with the Lord and um, yeah. just her journey. Yeah, it was really great. So. Yeah, it was it was interesting because um, she and I had texted about it, um, and that day it was kind of like, "Hey, can you do this today?" And she, when she got to my place that afternoon, she said, 
Um, I said, how do you feel? And I said, you know what, Allie, this is all about the Lord. This is all what God wants to do. We literally tell stories on our podcast and we, we hope that God uses it for his glory. And so, and she was like, well, I mean, whatever's going to come out is what the Lord has prepared for us. And that's it. And like, she was like, I haven't really, I mean, I looked at the questions, but I haven't really studied them or or decided what I was going to say. And so it was just, to me, the thing that stuck out was just, I mean, we got to hear her heart and we got to see her Mm, heart. And, and she's one of those people, like she, um, she wears that on her sleeve. She wears joy when you see her, when you interact Mm. with her. And she's also very real and very honest. So, um, I just appreciated her being willing to share her story so, um, so honestly and so, um, transparently and I appreciate, yeah, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks guys for listening. And as always, you can always connect with us on Instagram at in the midst podcast or send us an email at in the midst podcast at gmail.com. And you can sign up for our newsletter. Every time we have a guest, we share out about just something, the things that they're loving and a little bit more about them. And so you can sign up for a newsletter using the links, all the links in our, uh, our bio on Instagram. And um, yeah, if you would love, if we'd love to have you rate and review us and so that more people can find our podcast and yeah, thanks guys for tuning in for another episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.